All right, welcome back for episode 17. Um, Let me acknowledge in advance, I am recording from a bathroom in Mexico. Uh, That sounds real shady, but I am on a family vacation with part of my family, my Northern California family, and so I wanted to make sure to get out an episode today, and this is the quietest place in the condo that we have. So here we go. Um, I have three things, I think, today, so a slight variation from the, the... both the title of the show, Two Quick Things, and the fact that I usually do one long thing. It's not real quick, but whatever, it's my podcast. So this past week, I have been spending a lot of time with uh, two of the tiny humans in uh, my life that live up in Northern California. And we've every day I've tried to give them a little... First of all, I'm the one who was like, these are the timeout chairs. And so you already see where I'm coming from. Um, so I've been trying to talk to them every day and they're five and three so talk to is probably a stretch um about life lessons and so when they get into something or they start crying or they start poking at each other and telling them the other person I stop and I pause and I'm like this is a life lesson and I try to remind them about it throughout the day so and they go with it and they kind of make up other things along with the lesson if you will um but it's super cute and I love like just being able to connect with them in that way so the first lesson, uh, well, there's been like five lessons so far because we've been here for about five days, but in no particular order, these are two of the lessons that seem to stick the most. Um, worry about yourself. And if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And then I have a bonus one that is unrelated to this trip. So when I say the, I think everybody knows this shouldn't be a secret around the worry about yourself, but spending so much time with them has, um, and they, you know, they get at each other, they get a little salty, they um, are, they get tired and cranky, and then they want to tell on the other, they're like, he's doing this, or she's doing that, like, they're over there doing that, like, mom, they're not supposed to do that, or Tia Shamina, because that's what they call me, they're not supposed to do that, so when it's, it's been something that the other one has no business. Like, if they're not doing anything, they're looking across the room trying to start trouble or something, or, like, being fake upset at each other, um, being like, she splashed me with water when they're in the pool. Hello. Um, so I've been trying to remind them to worry about yourself. Worry about what's in front of you. Worry about what you're playing with and who you're playing with. Worry about your own fork, your own cup, and let the other, your your brother or sister, do their thing and let them worry about themselves. And so that has been a reminder for me to um, worry about myself. Hello, it's not rocket science, but to really focus on what I am doing and take the eyes of, um, off of what I see other people doing that I like or dislike. It's a little, it's a little more of if like, I dislike it or if I like, want to turn my nose up on it because I'm human. And then I'll be like, ooh, I can't believe they're doing that, this, that, and the other. I can't believe that. But this week has really reminded me to worry about myself. Like when I spend the energy on myself, when I say self, I mean like me and my family and the people that I love and care about, not in the like only about me in the selfish sense. But I've really started to think about worrying about myself and not being concerned and invested in what I'm doing um, and what my family is doing and where we're trying to move towards in a strategic, thoughtful and forward moving way. 
So and trying to take working to take my eyes off what this person is doing, what that person is do, doing, how what they're doing may be, you know, offsetting what I'm trying to do and getting in my way or messing up my vibe and really paying attention to what's going around around with me and my family. And am I, if, is what I'm doing moving towards the goals that I want to reach is what I'm engaged in or thinking about um, a distraction and then reminding myself of this lesson that I gave this five and this three-year-old, worry about yourself. People are going to do what they want to do. My job is to pay attention to what's going on in my circle, what I have influence over, and move in a, in a way that's going to help me feel and demonstrate that I am progressing towards something. So, yeah, it's just it, these little tiny lessons where I'm like, well, damn, I'm giving them this lesson. Let me pay attention to myself. Let me worry about myself. So... That's just a little, like, when you interact with kids, they remind you of those things, that, like you're teaching them this lesson. And I don't want to be a hypocrite about that. So um, I've made a commitment, you know, starting, you know, when we had that lesson like four or five days ago, to worry about myself, not get caught and wrapped up in all this other stuff that's going on and the shady things that I, I may or may not see or how I, I feel like somebody might be trying to come at me or say something about me sideways. I can't worry about that. I've got to focus on what I'm doing. I have to be honest and approach what I'm doing with integrity. And so I feel good about it and then not get wrapped up in that other stuff. So lesson one, worry about yourself. Um, the second one, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. This happened when we were, I think we were maybe trying to go to the beach or the pool and one of the kids wasn't ready because they still had to wash their hands and go to the bathroom. And then I said, the lesson for that day, if you stay ready, you won't have to get ready. Of course, they were confused and looked at me like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever, Tia Shemina, help me wash my hands. But really, it's about staying in a position where you're going to be able to move um, when you want to. And you don't have to think, okay, well then, I want to be here. So what are the 75 steps that I have to do to be able to get there? And really starting to think about, like, what am I doing that's, again, progressing me to the next level? How am I staying ready? How am I staying focused on the path forward? And what does that mean? Does it involve just me? Does it involve other people? So two examples that I think about um, very simply because a lot of my life revolves around working out. And so I think, okay, if I stay ready, if I stay ready like at night, pulling my clothes out for the workout and thinking about what my workout is going to be in the morning, it eliminates, if not minimizes, if not eliminates all of the crap that I put in my head about being so tired, where are my clothes? I've already gotten ready. So I'm staying ready the whole time. I'm bringing my workout clothes and my shoes on vacation. I'm plotting those out. I know the workouts that I'm going to do or that I'm going to do while I'm there. So I don't have to get ready. I don't have to distract myself with overthinking. Okay, how do I do this? How do I do that? I'm ready because I've stayed ready. It's like when you're in a, if you're in a job or you're, or you're working on a, an important, maybe a passion project, you stay up on current events. You stay up on and consistent with reading the things that are coming out new, just having a sense of what's going on in your respective fields so that when the time comes for you to engage in that, you are already ready. You're ready to have that conversation because you've been paying attention the whole time. Uh, maybe this episode should be called Paying Attention, but you, you're not allowing yourself to fall back or get comfortable, get lazy, and not be prepared for the next step because you never know when that next step is going to present itself. It could be 
you just meeting the right person, you starting to, um, I always try to read a lot of articles so that I can kind of speak broadly about a number of things. So when something comes up in the conversation, I feel like I can meaningfully contribute. I may not have the deep dive of information and whatnot, but I'm going to be able to keep up with the conversation. And so you never know when things like that, that, that idea of staying ready. So staying for me, it's staying current and knowing what's going on both in my field and generally in the world around me. Because you never know who you're going to run into, who you're going to be able to strike up a conversation that may lead to something else, that may connect you to somebody else. But me, I think about it. I got to stay ready. I got to stay on top of it. That doesn't mean incessantly like be all like, okay, I got to stay ready. I got to read every moment. I got to you know know everything. No, I got I got to know just enough in current events and be able to absorb that information, take it in, and be ready to drop it. You know, should the the information become necessary for me to spill. Sometimes I just, I ended up, end up reading for no other purpose than to read. Then I'm just in the know, which is a great place to be. So when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So what is, think about the things that you know that you can do that are reasonable, that allow you to stay ready because you never know when you're going to have to real quick get ready. Um, and the last one, it wasn't a lesson for the kids, um, but this has just been, um, I've been really reflective while I've been on this vacation. It's been nice and chill. Um, I checked my work email once. I immediately regretted it. And so I told myself, I'm not going to check it again until we get, I have to get back to work because I'm supposed to be on holiday and on vacation. Um, I mean, granted, I'm going to be going home in a day, but I don't want to be while I'm at home, stressed out, while I'm, you know, getting the things together to relax for the next few days, welcome my mom into town, etc. cetera. Um, but I've been thinking about when we are put in position. So this, I guess this next one is about being put in a position. So I have been um, challenged, struggling, but also grateful to be put in this position um, career-wise to be able to see things from a different viewpoint and gain a better perspective. Um, just the way that my role is currently um, and will be for maybe the next month or so, it, it is a, allowing me some time, or at least this, this kind of break period is, allow, is allowing me some time to be reflective and really express gratitude for being put in a position that maybe I didn't feel that I was uh, ready, quote unquote, ready to be in. But someone believed in me enough to say, hey, let's give this a shot. And I was like, all right, we'll do this, especially if the dollars make sense. I'll give it a try. Um, so there's a gratitude for, uh, that I'm expressing to be um, uh, trusted to be in this position, but also to have some confidence in myself to take on that challenge. But baby, when I tell you there's, this has been a, an amazing lesson of seeing things at a different vantage point. Because it's, it's brought in my mind to think about, okay, what do I need to be thinking about if I want to get to the next level and that's not where I want to be. I know that's not where I want to be in this organization because that's not my ministry or even this field. And I've come to that. But part of this being put in a position is affirming that for me um, because apparently I need a brick upside the head to be affirmed of things. And that's fine. But really being put in positions where... Um, you are stretched beyond what you think you can do. Um, there's, a, there's a gospel song that says, God won't, essentially, God won't give you more than you can bear. 
even when those times where you think like, I am not going to make it through this. Like, how am I going to get through? But then you, you connect with the right person because you've stayed ready. You are willing to ask questions. You're willing to put yourself out there. You're willing to not know something publicly. Um, and that's okay because it gives, it gives people a comfort that, okay, I don't, know how, I don't have to know exactly everything in order to be able to make it to whatever the next level is. But I do have to know how to get the information, know how to connect to the people and, and get myself in position to be successful in whatever I view next. So this, um, I feel like this opportunity that I have in this position that I've been in has <laughs> on occasion felt like a curse. Um, but really it's, it's been a blessing to be able to just see things so differently, to be able to be in different rooms and have access to different conversations that I can't even describe to other people. Some because they said, you know, keep this to yourself. But there's sometimes there's an energy that you're when you're in rooms that you're not used to being in because you've been put in position um, for a variety of reasons. Maybe your thought process looks different. You bring a different voice to the table. You bring a different lens to the conversation because you're seeing something that the people that have been at the table or in the room haven't been able to see. Hell, I always think about it like, God has put me in these positions so that other black women of color, black women of color, redundant, other black women and women of color, queer women of color, can see that somebody that is like them, not identical obviously, but someone that is like them, can be in the room and contributing to the conversation and shaping change. That doesn't mean that someone's going to like it. Um, Not everybody's going to like the change that you try to be a part of or you try to instill but it's a different voice at the table. And so I think when you have an opportunity to either be put in a position or like navigate your way and squeeze yourself in and then make some room for you to be in a position, take the opportunity. If you have the opportunity and the, the positionality to put somebody in a position, to bring people along with you, to expose those folks to... Um, a new environment, new people, different conversation, not better, not worse, but just different. Take that opportunity. There's, there's so much um, power in reaching out, reaching back, reaching down. Sometimes it's reaching up and bringing somebody to the conversation where the things, the magic is actually happening with the work. If you have that opportunity, any of those opportunities to be in uh, the position or invite somebody into a position and expose them to something, take it. Take the opportunity to be put in a position and take advantage of that. Because those are those are rare things. Um, and it's so important to trust and believe in yourself. And that's how you gain the confidence. Are you going to get everything right? No. And that's okay. When you get to seeing in that other, in the position, you'll realize how much people don't know. And then you'll be like, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be just fine in this space. So when you, when you have the opportunity, when somebody asks you to be in that position, or if you can bring somebody into the next position, even if it's temporarily, do it, do it. That that shows a high level of investment um, for that person that you're working with. Um, but it also speaks a lot about you that you're willing to take somebody with you. That you're not just like, it's only me and it's, it's all going to be about me. Take the next one with you. 
because you don't know what kind of opportunities are going to open up because you have in conversations because you have made the active choice to bring somebody with you. So when you can do that, get into the position and uh, bring people into the position. So that's what I got for today. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, under Two Quick Things, Rate, Review. Um, I've got a few, so shout out to the folks who have done that. I appreciate it. Um, You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Two Quick Things. Probably a little bit more, a tinge more active on Instagram, but interact with me, slide in my DMs, all that good stuff. All right, so this is, um, I'm recording this on Christmas Eve, so... Hopefully you're listening to it today. If not in the week, hopefully you've had a um, a good Christmas, um, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, uh, winter solstice, whatever it is you choose to acknowledge. If there's nothing there, then happy Monday. And um, I wish everyone a positive and safe roll into 2019. I'm excited to uh, get the next episode done once I get back to the States and um, talk about 2019 and what that's going to look like for me. All right. Take care, y'all.